Without looking at your phone, do you know how many Facebook groups you belong to? What about Slack? What about online support groups? What about online courses? What about WhatsApp groups? I'm going to guess that I'm part of 12 and I think I'm low. I just think about my girlfriends from high school, my mom friends, my running friends, my work friends, and then of course there's all of the extra groups, the outside groups, the neighborhood, you know, work things, uh, bigger hobby groups, bigger associations. Yeah, I think 12 is short. Why do we belong to so many groups? Well, because we all want connection. And it's easy. It's easy to sit and look at the groups and be in touch while you're waiting for your coffee to brew. But the problem with that is that in the easiness, sometimes it's easy to fire off a quick comment. And even though we know, don't read the comments, we all do. And then suddenly we late for work because we have to find out why Mary and John aren't talking anymore. And of course, it's it's hidden 55 comments up. And does anybody know how to use a search bar and any of these things? Because then they can just find out who actually is the best tailor in the neighborhood and they won't have to keep asking everybody. Today, I want to talk about the personalities that make up these groups. And before anybody gets all uppity or upset because they think I'm judging, trust me, I'm definitely part of the problem and part of the solution and part of the fun. And I see myself in most of these personalities. So listen in. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to ask you to share who your personality is or who you see yourself as in these groups. Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. Thanks for listening in. My name is Jerry Ugalde, and I'm the host of this podcast. Before we get down to it, I do need to say that I don't have a legal team or any kind of advisors, but I'm an adult, and I know that somebody's going to take this personally, so I will remind you. This is not any one particular person. I don't remember the names of any of the people that I am getting these ideas from. It's a general feeling, a consensus of feelings that come to me after I spend some time on online groups. So if you really identify with one of these people, that's on you, because I don't know who said the thing. Even when I give one specific example, I do not remember the name of the individual. Second thing I must do is thank the moderators of the online groups and the online forums because you people are angelic. The things you've got to put up with and, you know, police are, it's just, it seems unfair because these are all supposedly adults, but when it gets down to it and when the wrong nerve is pressed, we can all act like children. So on behalf of all of us, thank you. And on behalf of myself, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't tell you the number of times I've turned to the page that belongs to the breathing condition I live with because I was going out of my mind wondering, is this normal? How come I'm not getting the right answer from my doctor? What can I possibly do? And somebody on that page has the answer. So just having that collective voice, that like just font of experience to access is incredible. And we all know that no one on there is giving away medical information, what we're doing is sharing experiences and giving everyone a chance to have a peek and say, well, if this works for me, maybe it could work for you. So that's super important. So let's start off. The first person, of course, I've already mentioned is the moderator, the person that created the group. Why did they create it? Because they knew somebody out there needed it, because probably they needed it. 
they realize they had all this information to share and that everyone's going to be on Facebook anyway, they might as well have this forum to click into so they can ask questions, share information, and just basically say, I'm here for you and I get it. Moderators are the ones that end up being like the parent of the group because they always have to step in when so-and-so steps over the line or says too much about something or in the case of the medical stuff, tries to act like a doctor when they're not. It's comical the number of times they have to go back and say, please read the rules. And once again, they'll you know take them out and cut and paste them right into the message because somebody is overstepped or they're trying to sell something, they're going over political or trying to be religious. It's like, we're not here for that. We're here to talk about this. There's also the times they have to go into a post and cut off comments because people get out of hand. So the moderators are very much like the teacher, you know, parent police of the group. And the fact that they keep doing this is a testament to their humanity and their understanding and their empathy. Because honestly, some of the things you see sometimes you're thinking, wow, people don't get paid for this. They're doing sort of the good in their, their hearts and, you know, in their own free time. So thank you, thank you, thank you to the moderators of the groups. Then in the group, we have the cheerleaders or the Sally Sunshines. And they're amazing. They have something positive to say about everyone and everything and every experience. Or that's what they choose, right? They're like, that's my contribution to the group. I don't want to talk about the negative stuff. I don't want to bring it up. But I do want to mention how great it was that... Sally keeps, you know, reminding us all to be on time or that John keeps telling us that we should check the expiration dates on things. So that cheerleader really is helping us to always focus on the good of the group and to keep everyone together and excited. And honestly, every group needs them because if not, we might spend a little bit too much time on the details and not enough time just celebrating ourselves and our achievements our unity, our advancements. I mean, really, somebody does have to thank everybody for picking up the pumpkins after the pumpkin parade, because if not, there'd be pumpkins all over the parks, uh, you know, in every single major city. After the cheerleader, we have Mr. Miss Sensitive. Now, this is a person who is hurting. So every single post and every single negative thing is magnified, is maybe taken out of proportion, and, you know, the worst case scenario is they take it personally. And you're always explaining, I wasn't talking about you. And then they're going to bring up something they said three years ago, even before you're part of the group. Like, listen, I didn't know that about you. I'm just trying to share this experience or this information. This is not personal. And then, of course, they're going to take that personally as well. So Mr. and Mr. Sensitive are hard because we're all people and we don't want to hurt people. But... At the same time, they do get in the way of you trying to make your point or share your information. So what I've been able to do over the years with these folks sometimes is just to not respond. That's right up there with don't read the comments. It's the other one is don't respond to the comments. And just, you know, put my hand on my heart and just wish them the best and hope that whatever it is that they're going through or dealing with passes so that they can move on to the whole point of the group. Next, we have the shit disturber. This is the person that's going to find a problem in every single post. So if you talk about a new brand of sinus rinse, they're going to tell you that the company was founded by people who 
used to colonize. If you talk about, you know, a new treatment, they're going to tell you that it's not been medically proven, even though, you know, 10 doctors have done it already. They are there to find fault because in finding fault, maybe that helps them not have an answer for themselves. I don't know. I've never been one of these people. I think they're the one person that I can't see myself in. And if I, you know, if I'm wrong, please, please tell me, but they are what makes it challenging to be part of these groups because sometimes you're like, I really want to share this one thing, but now I'm worried that that person's going to come back at me for that one thing. So, you know, we, we all try our best, but it is hard when these personalities come up. And then of course there is the know-it-all. The know-it-all expert, boy, oh boy, they can be a lot of fun. So you think you found a new recipe, answer, location. They're always going to have been there first. Oh yes, I did that five years ago while I was hiking through the Andes. You're like, good for you. How come you never mentioned it? The know-it-all expert is, I don't know. I, I don't know where someone gets so much free time to know to actually know it all. But there's definitely one in every group. They seem to know, in my particular groups, they seem to know all the medical information, uh, including natural medicine. They know all the psychological ramifications of having a disease. They know, you know, what the trials are and, and, and what, what certain tests results mean. They just seem to know it all. And again, these aren't actual experts. They just are self-proclaimed experts, I guess. And they definitely make up part of every group. So it doesn't matter if it's a, it's a medical group or support group, you're going to have one in every group. And trust me, I can go on and on about the neighborhood groups, which I love, by the way. But uh, the, having an expert in the group, of course, makes it more challenging. So let me ask you, which personality are you or which one am I missing? If you know me and you're part of any Facebook groups with me, which one am I? I definitely think I'm a mixture of the moderator, Miss Sensitive, the cheerleader, and eh, I try not to be um, too much of a know-it-all because what do I actually know? The thing that makes it most challenging to be part of the groups is wherever we are at a certain point in our lives. So I'm sure I've talked about this in the past, or maybe I feel like I have because I know I mentioned it in the book, and I've done lots of blog writing over the years. About five or six years ago, I removed myself from one of the groups because I was sharing how excited I was to be able to exercise again. And I'm not talking about the go through the motions exercising that I have never stopped doing. So like literally from the moment I came out of the hospital and could stand up again, I've been exercising. So it started with walking and then, you know, power walking and then running, but I've never stopped moving. But I call it going through the motions exercises because that's what I was doing. But I was on the group that day to talk about how excited I was to be able to push again, to feel, you know, the power surges, to get a good sweat. I had maybe, I'm going to say 20% of the people super excited and supportive. 50%, you know, meh. And then I had that other, what am I at? 30% or 20% just on there to slam me. This isn't the place for that. You shouldn't be sharing this information with somebody, you know, people that are going through a rough time. Good for you. It got to the point where I had one man respond to me so negatively that I was like, you know what? I don't need this. I'm too new into feeling good and I can't do this. And I ended up leaving the group and I had a man send me a message, you know, a day later or whenever later 
and say, listen, Jerry, I'm really sorry that happened. I'm so thrilled for your, you know, this moment that you're experiencing. Please come back to the group. You shouldn't have left. Don't give him that kind of power. And I thanked him for his time and for the sentiment. But I really, I was too new in feeling good to have somebody attack me for feeling good. So that's what we all bring to the Facebook groups. Regardless of how calm, cool, and collected we think we are, we might be in that moment, but maybe with something, something someone says does trigger us in a way that we weren't expecting. Maybe I triggered this man. As I said, I was too new and feeling good to be taken down in any way, shape, or form. I only wanted to hear positive things because I had already spent a good two or three years feeling like crap. I didn't want that. So I just blocked it right out. So regardless of whatever someone's intention may be, it's it's how we read things. And we all know that. You read something in a bad mood, you're going to you know hear a bad tone. There's that poem that starts negatively in one direction. And then if you read it backwards, it's positive. And there's a couple examples of that. I think we can all be like that in different parts of our day, uh, the seasons, and definitely over the years. So... I am very careful and sensitive when I post on the medical groups now, not only because of that experience, but also because I go through many highs and lows throughout the year. I just came out of a low. And when I'm in a low, I try not to engage too much in any way. I try not to read too much of people's things. And I definitely try not to share too much because I just want my body to go through it. And I want to feel the feelings so I can move on. So you know, next time you are about to hit send on a comment, just think about where where you are in the moment and definitely where the person that you're responding to might be, especially if you've got a little bit of, you know, history with them. Or maybe just ask them a question. Um, it's never perfect. And, you know, if, if we find the answer to that, I'm sure we're going to find the answer to many of life's challenges. Ultimately, it's up to each one of us to monitor our own behaviors and our own intentions and of course when you don't feel like you're getting something out of it we all have the option of pressing leave group because life is too short to be bogged down by politics or human interaction when all you really wanted to do was get some ideas for how to move through a situation right now i'm in the process of putting together a list of interviewees for the new year I'm interested in speaking to anyone who's newly diagnosed, anyone who's lived with with their disease their whole life, um, anyone who has challenges with medical system. Being from Canada, I'm massively fortunate to have universal health care. Anyone out there have stories that others can learn from so they can learn to navigate the system. I would love to hear from you. My email is Coaching. that's G-E-R-R-Y-U-G-A-L-D-E, coaching at gmail.com and send me a message we can start the conversation to see how we can set this up as always i wish you continuous healing until next time thanks for listening